When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funny's MCU in Review. That's right. We are ranking, reviewing, and recapping every project in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hello, Tim. Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning to you. I'm so jealous of you guys that I can't do the fun stuff. How do you do that, Nitro Rifle Andy Cortez? um i think barrett's figuring it out right now but a little hue shift you just dropped the saturation yeah, i'm using obs virtual camera that's how i'm in black and white for the audio listeners wow for I me i just it. open up obs and it i was gonna say i that's smart that we have we have of course the big daddy himself greg miller so this is in the MCU? I still don't understand. Like it was like you know, because it starts with in you? the beginning. They mention all the heroes, but then we're in the twenties, I think. And then, but then it's color. I don't understand. But man, thing, what up? Man, thing, baby. <laughs> so much to talk about. I guess I'm the the bloodstone of this whole situation. Of course, mm. this is ah. kind of funny. MCU in review. Every single week, we get together to rank, review, and recap different movie franchises. Uh, the MCU is where it all began, but we have done so many different franchises. And if you have ever liked a movie not liked a movie chances are we have reviewed ranked and recapped it so go back and check that out on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com if you want to get it as a podcast just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny in review and we will be right there for you if you want to get the show ad free and watch live as it's being recorded you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our patreon producers al tribesman molecule and fargo brady on youtube have done thank you all so very much today we're brought to you by chime and nzxt canvas qhd monitors but i'll tell you about that later i want to tell you a little bit about some housekeeping greg you excited for this i love vacuuming Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. two things i want to tell you one you can go to kindoffunny.com slash store right now to get not only the new kind of funny bomber jacket but also the andy cortez special work from home to irl t-shirt andy how do you feel about that shirt Love it. I had a lot of fun working on it. Took a while. I had to bust out the old 3D programs to get perspectives right. But uh, yeah, I love the different color scheme. So everybody go buy it. Everybody go support that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely do that. And the bomber jacket as well. All of it is available. Kind of funny.com slash store. And the bigger news next week, one week from today on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and twitch.tv slash kind of funny games at 10 a.m. Pacific. We will be launching our live stream, our marathon live stream to debut and reveal 
the kind of funny spare bedroom, the new kind of funny studios. We're going to be hanging out all day with a ton of special guests. It's going to be so much fun. So many shenanigans are sure to ensue. Take the day off. Come hang out with us. It is going to be an absolute blast. But enough of that. Let's get to what we're talking about today. Werewolf by Night, released on October 7th, 2022, making it the first ever Marvel Studios special presentation. We know we have one more coming up in December with the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. So more fun stuff to look forward to. This one had a runtime of 52 minutes, uh, directed by the GOAT, Woo! the one Michael. and only Michael, Michael Giacchino, man. motherfucking Giacchino, dude. Good Who's the rectoral debut of Academy Award winning composer Michael Giacchino. Michael Giacchino has received many awards, including an Oscar for his work on Up, an Emmy for his work on Lost, and three Grammys for his work on Rat Tatooie and Up. Uh, and the music for this, of course, was also done by the GOAT, Michael Giacchino. And let me just fucking say, he slayed this shit. That yes. was nasty from beginning to end. So shout out to you, Michael, in every single way. Uh, I feel like we Greg has a, bunch a lot of questions about Michael Giacchino. What's going on here, Greg? I, mean, I didn't know who he was. And then you guys, okay, he did a bunch of composing on Lost and stuff. I got you. Yeah, because this guy, I mean, because this fucking guy up here in the top right doesn't know about the in-review stuff. Mm-hmm. He's over there talking about PlayStation. He doesn't mm. know a goddamn thing about what we do here and how much we go to the church every Sunday of Giacchino. We see you guys do so many of these in-review shows. It's just about fucking nobody cares. Rocky, get out of here. You know what I mean? Come on. Let's have some fun. Greg, we're going to do Rambo at some point, too. There's 19 of those movies. It's great. <laughs> no I still want to do Alien vs. Predator and we put them all together. Greg, no, you should have seen my that re- one in his back pocket. You should should have seen my reaction, Greg, when I found out how many Rocky movies there were. <laughs> Did not it was know. like thought, Kevin with Joss Whedon. I thought those three mags. Yeah, no, but Michael Giacchino, though, Greg, he is the the John Williams of our time. Like he, hmm. if there is a, a, a John a Williams modern... still alive though, right? Mm-hmm. He, yeah. yeah, actually, to your point, John <laughs> Williams working, right? is the John Williams of our time. But I will say, Giacchino, uh, Giacchino actually is. Um, most notable from do you remember the the 2009 star mm-hmm. trek mm-hmm. oh yeah and it, it sounded like a western it was fucking insane and everyone was like whoa that soundtrack was great that was the they first time beastie i remember did he write the beastie Boys song he did actually not write the beastie Boys mm. song no but i have it on good authority it's one of his favorite beastie boy songs great okay cool every, yeah. every, like everybody monkey. gives hans zimmer his <laughs> oh flowers. my god we don't talk about brass monkey enough we really don't we don't hans zimmer's get gets all the flowers right but Gino and dj is... junkie xl don't forget dj junkie xl oh god that fucking song i can't tell what you're man. eating because you're in black and white greg because i for a second this is how this is how fucked up i thought it was two pancakes with a vinyl record in between <laughs> It's a hamburger. I'm He's thinking, eating a hamburger. Yeah, Greg eating a ham. That hamburger looked like the most like toy looking thing it was, ever. It doesn't look it real, looked, right? Doesn't look. Real. Everyone, it's a McDonald's chick, chick, uh, crispy chicken sandwich, and I apologize. It's just you know it did not go right today for lunch, and I don't want to give you a half-assed tired in review. So I'm munching on the sandwich. But you see, I'm not. I'm, I'm not like crunching into it. You know, I'm like I'm, like, I'm, I'm, about, to eat the, I'm about to eat these nuts while Tim no. gives the rest of that intro. You yeah, already you right already now. ate a fucking pile of kidney beans <laughs> with guacamole right before we went live. You're fine. I need this. You Nick, look at me. I'm wasting away over here. That's fair. You are getting You know, with all that, I, I got through all the the plot stuff or the the rigmarole already. Greg, I want to start with you. What do you think of uh, Werewolf? Why is this all me? It was very clear. I was eating a sandwich. Hold on. We can start then instead with. And I'm here. Nice. He's here. Um, what a delightful little movie. I hope they do this every Halloween. 
Um, they, every October come around with a nice little weird one-off scary movie thing you want to do here. Um, as everyone knows, I'm the king of Halloween. And even if you don't want to get into that bit and that whole thing we're doing, I love horror movies. And so I have a, su- a soft spot for growing up and turning on WGN, watching uh, Spengoolie in the Chicago suburbs and watching, you know, Bela Lugosi and seeing the werewolf and Dracula movies and all that stuff. You know, I was such a huge fan of it. And so to see a modern interpretation of that and do it in black and white and have, you know, the bloodstone have that color to it that I love so much. And then obviously at the end, the whole, the little, uh, even with the Wizard of Oz soundtrack there, Judy Garland playing, right? To go into color. Very cool. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this. You know, like we were talking about, I think in She-Hulk uh, yesterday for reactions, I was like, I have not kept up with this. I do not know what this is. Is it in can- Is it canon? Is it what is blah, blah, blah. Like, to jump into it and just have a little horror movie, I-, I had fun with it. And again, like, I'm joking around, but I thought it was weird to reference the Avengers at the front, but then it not be in the modern timeline, or was it in the modern timeline? I don't think it was. Was it? Like, it is. I think it was. Is it? Yeah, yeah we don't know the The fact exact- that it was black and white made me think it was old, and then he- she was talking about dad always talking about her crazy aunt and that was she died in the 20s so i was like i don't so are we where is this we, a time we, but in the end there's a there's a payphone there next to wolfman so i was like okay i guess this is modern yeah there was also a couple of other dates in that tomb room that like one of the person died in 86 i believe or something okay okay is what i saw so yeah I, I we don't know the or at least i don't know so far the exact timeline but i don't think that this took place a long 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 time ago yeah, i mean it doesn't matter right it was just like a whatever a call at the avengers but then we don't really connect it anywhere but it doesn't matter i don't care um had a lot of fun with it uh you know again growing up and i you know i would you know, i collect comics or in collecting comics growing up like i had a bunch of man thing things like i thought man thing was cool like i like i like the horror elements of the marvel universe and him and swamp thing which is of course dc i know but like you know having these creepy crawler dudes i was like oh that's neat so when he reached his hand around and then they i was like is that man thing i was like is this a man thing movie fuck yes man thing movie. <laughs> and then is his name's ted and it was i was thoroughly enjoyed i thoroughly enjoyed myself the entire time i think if anything it might have dipped a little bit when it was the people the monster hunter monster hunter action when they're engaging or fighting each other in the maze which doesn't happen often obviously i was just like all right let's get to the monster let's go see the thing let's do the thing but i had a great time Next up, I want to go to Andy Cortez, who I want to apologize to. I didn't expect this to be as uh, spooky as it, oh, it ended no. up being. What did you think, Andy? I mean, honestly, it just it just made me want a Bloodborne type TV show. Like the uh, just the concept of we're having this hunt, and you are the best hunters out there. You're coming here tonight. We're competing. Some of y'all may die. You will be honored. Well. I loved this. I thought it was fucking awesome. And I loved that it wasn't all of the sort of hokey, old-school filmmaking stuff that we've seen from that era, because the trailer certainly was kind of painted in a way like, hey, this is going to be super true to form, and it's going to have all of the, uh, like, all those smash zooms and all the kind of super dramatic filmmaking tendencies that we saw back in the day. I'm glad it wasn't that. I'm glad that it was just kind of, you know, it's it's vintage in some ways, but, it, you know, we're not doing all those sort of silly things that made us laugh about the trailer and kind of made me go, oh, I hope the whole show isn't like this. I thought it was great. I thought G. Kino absolutely killed it. I think, like, some of the shots and some of those cool moments where we have the long um, 
that sort of long shot with uh, the werewolf fighting as the door is closing. Like, oh, that's yeah. cool. There's just that's a really lot cool. of really awesome framing and stuff. And you could tell he's obviously has a really good eye for what looks good on camera. Um, I had a blast with it. I, I legitimately loved it. Even when we got to the hunting parts um, between all the heroes, it was just immediately intriguing. They set up this world. These characters that you've known for four minutes, I'm immediately in. They give you enough of what you need to know about them and their kind of uh, their complex relationships. And I just thought they did a really good job with it. I thought Giacchino absolutely killed it. And seeing the his excellence, Gael Garcia Bernal. I mean, it's a tragedy. This show was in black and white because we didn't get to see his beautiful green blue eyes. Or his peppered um, hair, which we see at the end. Yeah. Nice. Very, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, I mean. He he's always been uh, this great standout actor, and I before even knowing he was in Werewolf by Night, I was like, we got to get him in a show. And like you're like, he is in one. Like, oh shit, awesome. Um, I loved him. I I loved kind of the even the the smaller, cuter moments of dialogue that he had. I thought the show was great. Highly recommended. Nick Scarpino. Yeah, I'm right there with everyone. I really I I love. First off, I'm a sucker for. A Halloween movie. I, I think it was perfectly timed. I hope they do this with, uh, with every uh, every season. Oh, hold on one thing. Ah, thank you. Um, I I thought it was really fun. I, I think I'm. It makes me really excited for the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special that we're gonna get. I hope it's in the same vibe. Right. I thought the casting of this was super fun. Uh, it's perfectly timed, of course, right at the beginning of October. Right, right when I start watching, of course, all of my Halloween movies and for and you know making my wife suffer through all those as well. Um, I thought uh, the casting was great. I want to give a shout out to the aunt who I was trying to for the longest time pull where she was from. Like I know her, I've seen her a bunch of stuff, but where is she from? And you then mean I was the like, stepmom, the, the stepmom, excuse me. And then I was like, you know what? I remember her from. See if you can guess it, Greg. I was because I remember her from Memento. Where she oh. was uh, the insulin, oh. she needed the insulin, and the guy who had it early and killed his wife. That was her. Wow, oh. interesting. No, I, my touchstone you was she was recently on Hacks, which was interesting. And then, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think she was in Adam's Family. I think she was the one that like oh. was the was the therapist for uh, for Fester and brought him back in, but was actually his his partner in crime. That sounds familiar. I could be maybe. Wrong. Anyway, she was great. No, uh, wait. the leads were great. Uh, casting was fantastic. Minor criticisms suffers from a little bit of a budget. Would have liked the maze to have not felt like it's the exact same set every single time they walked back into it. Um, not quite sure who cast the butler guy. He was he was a little weird, and a little too <laughs> hammy. Turning the thing. Yeah, well, he was just like he was a little too theater for me. I was like, you kind of take me out of the action here, buddy. He re- uh, for me, he reached back to like you know, like the Frankenstein movie, right? And having that Igor character who's going to be yeah. like weird. Yeah, you're right about it's, Adam's family. It's not that it's not that it's just he was like, for whatever reason, I think he was just like a little too overdone. It kind of took me out every time he was there. I think I would have liked to have had him be a little bit more reserved, but I mean, it builds. What if we got the overall from Spider-Man? Or, uh, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it reminds <laughs> me of I mean, Bernard, excuse me. Bernard, yeah. Yes. Call him by his name. Get his name. right name. <laughs> also, um, you know where else we know her from? Because hmm. she's a character actor. We've yeah. seen her around in a lot of different things. Frasier. She was yes, Bebe Glazier. Not Mimi. Yeah. Uh, she played Mimi, as Agent. Bebe. That's right. Bebe. Yeah. Yeah, Bebe. Um, that's hilarious. No, Andy hit really, the song. Really, really fun. Nick, did you see yes, the Tim. news that uh Frasier is getting a sequel series? <laughs> oh, perfect. That's what we need. 
What's, yeah, is, it, is, it, like is it yet ago. again Fraser going to another town and leaving his child behind? I don't know. Fraser no interview. Let's go. Yeah. God. His yeah. kid's going to be 20. He just really hates him. He's like, every time you go someplace, it's not to me. Uh, 20. No. What, well, wasn't he a baby back in the 90s? He's going to be like pushing 30 to mid. Yeah, he, Frederick right, was young. Right, but you like, know what? Don't You don't have to. Hey, Captain Semantics. It's uh, reality calling. I understand where we're at. Um, no, I like this a lot, guys. Go I fuck like yourself. Can you guys imagine that the next time we do this show, it's going to be at a desk together? I'm going to fucking eat all of Greg's french fries when he's not looking. Uh, Tim, what did you think of this? I loved this, guys. Wow. What a freaking cool ass, impressive thing that the MCU just pulled out of its ass at phase four, right? Like, this is one of those rumored projects that, that we've heard about for a very long time, but it's always been like this weird, whoa, Michael Cicchino's directing it? Like, what's that even going to be? It sounded like a pure passion project, and it's rare that we get those in the MCU so far, and like this especially being a special presentation, the first of its kind, like... I think this is setting a really, really good precedent for what these can be. Like, imagine, uh, and I'm getting ahead of myself a little, but imagine if they use these to build out the X-Men eventually, and we get, like, one-off specials about the origins of Cyclops and Storm and all that stuff to then build towards something else or um, things like that. I feel like the there's just limitless potential for really cool opportunities for a 50 minute project that I think really used its runtime well to kind of introduce a world and another sector of the MCU that feels like it makes sense. There's monsters and it's like, cool, mm-hmm. they're now here. Eventually we're going to see the ramifications of that in the the wider MCU. But for now, I thought that this was just such a fun standalone story that um, to Andy's point was less um corny than i expected it to be in terms of presentation um and was actually a lot scarier than i expected and the violence level was extremely high right uh for for marvel and i think that it really comes back to the the idea that michael giacchino directed this with sound as such a motivator for the momentum of it all incredible and there was so much great use of instruments and diegetic sound like the the tuba on fire walking like all these just like really cool cool. moments but the use of silence so cool about that guys that's what we used to do a marching band back yeah hell yeah (laughs) exactly who could forget i've seen (laughs) i I saw the legend perform many times But the uh, surprising use of silence throughout this whole thing where we get the the quieter moments, a lot of sneaking sections, a lot of them in the maze kind of like sneaking around and there's like no sound at all happening. And then the score will will kick in. I mean, even just the Marvel Studios intro, they went so hard on having that just be like bombastic and dark and eerie and like set the tone for what's going down. And I think that uh, Giacchino did such a great job of kind of, directing this as a music video almost where it was just like this like really long like almost like thriller like thing for michael jackson but uh kind of using the sound to be the key pace indicator for the entire thing and i think it allowed to blend with the style of the black and white choices to kind of create something that is more than just oh it's just a filter it's like the use of black and white allowed the violence to stand out in a way we haven't seen before where we see the blood splatter and it like it really has this visceral reaction that you're just like oh shit like this doesn't seem like normal mcu stuff and if it was in color i don't think it would have the same effect of like 
there was blood gushing out of this guy, like chopping his hand off and then spitting him up. And you just see the blood like splurting awesome. out everywhere. It's like using his own hand to shoot himself. Like that was cool. Shit was awesome. Greg, you had your hand raised. Yeah. To talk about the black and white and how well it was used. <clears throat> like I really loved the entire scene of Jack being forced to turn, then exploding out from the fog being there. And they did, you know, I'm not gonna lie. They stole this from Batman V Superman, but I'll allow it. But Wolfman up there on the wall like this or whatever. And I saw him obviously on top of the other monsters that had been slain in the trophies. But then it was that like when they wanted us to see him, his eyes caught like a dog's eyes in the yeah, light. I and I was that. like, that is fucking That's awesome. Cool. And then he came down on top of people. That was rad. I want to, yeah, Tim, I want to riff off your point though. I think it's such an interesting um, combination having the director also be a very, very, very great uh, uh, musician and, and uh, do the soundtrack as well. That was very special. It was very different. So a lot of those music cues are really, I haven't seen something like that in a very, very long time. Yeah. But that along with the shout out that I want to give to the choreography of this, mm. which I Killer. mean, the, you don't, you don't think that specials like this, which, you know, for all intents and purposes are kind of TV specials. You don't think it's going to be that they're going to come that hard, but there's a moment where she's fighting the dude with the hand uh, arrows and she like flips her body up first and then rolls instead of getting up. And it's, it was just so creative. And then there's the, another moment that said to me was when the person falls on her blade and she just goes Whick, and cuts his throat that I was like, wow, this, this, this is really good, man. This is shot very well. It's moving along at a fast clip. And uh, I really enjoyed it. And the use of the word uh, name Ted was very inspired. Yeah. 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 Gotta love that. Um, I want to get to the plot, but before we do that, let's take a word from our sponsors. Shout out to NZXT Canvas Gaming Monitors. We are huge fans of NZXT here at Kind of Funny. And I got to say, these monitors, they're Andy Cortez approved, Kevin Coelho approved, and Tim Gettys approved because of their sweet 1440p resolution with 165 hertz refresh rate and one millisecond response hits. That sweet spot for gamers due to the balance of picture and performance. And now available in a 1080p 240 hertz version for the most competitive of gaming situations. They're available in 27-inch and 32-inch curved displays. Variable refresh rate support for all of the major GPUs. You can get the monitor just alone. You can get it with a stand or you can get it with some pretty cool mounts. There's built-in software support with NZXT Cam that lets you control all your monitor settings directly on your PC. No need to mess with the clunky hardware menus to lock in your desired settings. They thought of it all. It's sold exclusively on NZXT.com. You can learn more about the NZXT FHD Canvas gaming monitors at NZXT.com nzxt.co slash kfgfhd that's nzxt.co slash kfgfhd shout out to chime for sponsoring this episode what's the first thing you do when you wake up is it checking up on your credit score i don't think so at chime that's exactly what they do with their secured chime credit builder visa credit card you can start to build credit with your own money all of this with no annual fees large security deposits or credit checks to apply you can start your credit journey with chime sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score you can get started at chime.com slash kf games that's chime.com slash kf games the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by stride bank na pursuant to a license from visa u.s 
USA Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact to score may vary and some user scores may not improve. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply except at MoneyPass ATMs in the 7-Eleven or any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Get your credit journey started with Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes, doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash KF Games. Andy Cortez, you ready? Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> he did the plot. He did the monster plot. The monster plot. He did the monster plot. He did the plot. He did the monster plot. The monster plot. That's a major note. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to Werewolf by Night, your MCU in review recap. Also, did how quickly did was the turnaround in the MCU in review opening that we did in black and white? Oh, Cameron Kennedy sent me that weeks ago. Once he saw the trailer, he's like, "Bro, I just knew." He loved it. Okay, great. He just knew, man. Shout out to Cameron Kennedy, man. Go. I have bad news, y'all. You know, Ulysses bloodstone is dead just like batman and uh so he's dead and that means his uh bloodstone artifact is up for grabs and of course he uses it to go monster hunting i'll tell you what i've never watched a show and this is fucked up to think about because i i love the witcher on netflix right but i've never watched a show that made me go man i gotta go back to the witcher 3 (laughs) because this this entire show i'm like fuck this is like the witcher yeah sounds awesome okay i got castle it's funny Andy got Bloodborne. I got Castlevania. You got got Witcher from it. Well, Andy only knows Bloodborne. Mm. And Andy, if you ask Andy to talk about a video game, it's going to be Bloodborne, Overwatch, or some pornography. Hyper Light Drifter. Oh, yeah. Higher than Pornography. Welcome to the third one you went with. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to name it. I don't want to give it free advertisement. I I see ads for those all the time. I'm like, is this the time I click? Can you beat this this game before you come? That's what they all say. And I'm like, I bet I can. I bet I'm not gonna click on it, but I bet I can. I'm pretty good at games. <laughs> Anyways, Werewolf by Night. Uh, you get a spooky. Yeah, you get the nor- special presentation uh, screen, and you're like, oh, that's cool. That's different. Then you get the MCU thing, but then it goes black and white, and then it's got slashes, and it's the music gets all wobbly because it's old timey music because they're referencing the Bela Lugosi stuff. You're like, this is fucking dope as hell. And so then we start, and yeah, we get the Avengers, and the narrator's talking about, hey, the Avengers, they're a thing that's happening. That's pretty cool. But guess what? There's also monsters you don't know about. And I'm like, yeah, monsters. And so this is where they, of course, break the news, of course. Ulysses Bloodstone has died. Uh, his uh, Bloodstone, which is not a very inventive, you know. I was, I almost took notes. I'm like, oh, Ulysses Bloodstone. And then he's got this thing. What's that called? Oh, the Bloodstone. I'm like, oh, Bloodstone. Okay, well, yeah. I'm really taking notes on that. It's chaos magic, uh, baby. He's like, get, all right, cool. You got this thing, and it can, you know, fights the monsters, and it does stuff to monsters, and you, you need it if you're going to be the king monster hunter. And so now all these different monster hunters are coming to Ulysses' pad, and they're going to fight for it and figure out who the, who gets this. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is neat. And then you get this like, it's I don't I, I Greg Miller. They should have sent a poet to watch this movie because mm-hmm. this is just a beautiful shot of where we like swoop in on this like dome thing that looks like the observatory Griffin Observatory in L.A. But it's way bigger, and it's way cooler, and it's black and white. And we go there, and then we get the camera comes down, and we start, we land on Jack, who we don't know yet, but he's got stuff on his face. And he walks in. You're like, this guy seems out of place. But as he walks in, the camera like spins around, and it's playing this music, and there's like a woman going, Aah! and I'm like, did she beat the game before she came? Nick, what do you got? Uh, I wanted to just go back to that shot. That first wide shot was great. And what I think, I, I don't know if they did this on purpose or not, but it looked like a matte painting. And so as the camera moved, it looked like you would film a matte painting 
Like it, it kind of, it kind yeah. of, it, it wasn't, it didn't look digital. Actually, they, they made it look like an old school, like 1930s, 1940s, that uh, map painting. I thought it was really cool. Uh, real quick, Greg, to your point about Bloodstone being a little uh, on the nose for a name. Andy Cortez, do you have any guesses? I don't think they said it in the show, but do you have any guesses as to what Jack's last name is? Skellington. Um, is it like Wolf in Spanish? It's Russell, as in Jack Russell, Russell Terrier. Terrier? Oh, God. Because he turns into a Nailed wolf. It. I mean, he spoke They're a like bit of Spanish. Why, why is it Russell? It's Jack yeah. Russell, dude. That would have been Jack Lobo or some shit. <laughs> anyway, back to the plot. So Jack's wandering around, and he's bebopping and scatting around the room, and he's looking at all these monsters' heads up there. And they, got a, they got a Bigfoot, and they got a Batman. Bat 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 bat. <laughs> walks so in like sucks. Jim Carrey walks in at Ace Ventura. They got an Aquaman so up there. They got all sorts of shit on the walls, and then they got the casket over there with the big old hand and the big old sword. And eventually, uh, this Scottish bloke, he comes over, and he's all like, Oi, matey, you know what I mean? Like, what's what's your shtick? I've got a bunch of kills. Yeah, what do you got for me? Great mullet this guy's got on him. Yeah. Great, oh, yeah. Sure. yeah he's got the cool scar, too. He's got, like, a scar across his face. You know what I mean? Because these guys are monsters. He's a They're witchers. Yeah. They're witchers, y'all. You know. Uh, and he, but he asks Jack, you know, any yours up here? And Jack's like, no, no. And he's like, uh but I have fought that guy many a times. And he points at the vampire guy. I'm like, all right, I see. Oh, something's up with this Jack fella. Okay, cool. But then, you know, the uh, Scottish guy, he's, he's a little braggadocious about what's going Real on. Real quick, with he, that, yeah. rumors were that Blade was going to have an appearance in this. Obviously, nice. that didn't happen. So I wonder if that's because of the, the director dropping out and all the stuff going on with Blade. But um, originally, Blade was going to be part of this, which is cool to think was about. Was that confirmed or just the rumor? Well, there was rumors, but it's the type of rumors that, like, there was, like, substantial evidence to back it up. Gotcha. Uh, like Mahershal Ali being seen on sets and things like that. So, Damn, that cool. Nick, there's there's part of me that really wants my first tattoo ever, maybe on the back of my neck, possibly forehead. Yeah, this forehead. day walk connect it, badass. <laughs> right? <That's> so <laughs> right? <laughs> can, you, can you imagine if Andy got a tattoo that said Daywalker? Like down my arm, like <laughs> shoulder to elbow, Daywalker. That'd be so cool. So the Scottish guy's got a bunch maybe of like Night Sleeper. They talk about how like Ulysses is the best to do it, man, and it's cool that he got us all together and yada 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 yada. And then oh, his uh, Ulysses' uh, wife was mourning at the casket, and then Igor came over and he's like, "Elsa's arrived," and like, "Let it snow." Uh, and then it, what happened is is with this got woman it. walks in, and they all everybody there, all the monster hunters there, you know, they all look like they're monster hunters. They all look like they are down to some, sh- they're up to some shit. They're down for some shit. Meanwhile, Elsa walks in and she just looks like. Normal lady, normal lady, in you know skinny jeans and a coat and some gloves, and then but then mom from Memento she shows up and she's like, I don't know why you can't, you know I hope you know you didn't feel any sense you had to come after twenty years of not talking, you're a huge yeah. disappointment, yada yada yada. There right here, Greg, it looks like the one person is mad that they didn't show up to the costume party dressed up, because sure. like mom is all head to toe dressed like a, a like she's ready to do some satanic rituals. And her friend shows, she's like, I told you to fucking dress up. Why don't you dress up? Like, for I just sure, got for, for sure. work. Like, you know, I was working at Wells Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> and so Elsa's like, give me what's mine. And, I, you know, I'll bounce. And she's like, we don't know you fucking shit. And so then they all gather in there. And uh, Memento Mom, she walks over. She's like, thanks for coming. You know, Ulysses, he was a scamp. And then like, Elsa drags a chair to ruin the entire sweet moment. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. I, like, and a great I love the shot. line, too. 
a great little reaction shot when it like yeah the chair is moving and it like shows the mom just like really i love the framing of that it was so cool i love the line when she's like don't be so easy on yourself you're the biggest dis- disappointment yeah. of his life it's like damn y'all are just going for it evil stepmother shit yep um and so she lays out the rules right of like hey guess what he had this he's the best hunter you're all great hunters uh he had this uh, bloodstone and you're all gonna vie for it it should have been uh elsa's but she sucked and walked away and gave up on t- everything so now you know fuck that it's up for grabs choose a new leader in the crusade against monsters it's like oh Dude. shit damn Dude, bloodborne is so cool bro <laughs> this is cool than bloodborne no, Bloodborne's way cool. Are you kidding me? No. Every, there's a everybody. There's a virus going around. People are drinking blood so they can extend their lives. But guess what? They're turning into monsters. Everybody from around the world, come in here, join the hunt. Join the hunt, good hunter. Come on, baby, it's the coolest, man. Anyways, so you're all, but he's got a pension for theatrics, and she, the, Igor comes over, he cranks the casket open, and like the fucking body animates like a Chuck E. Cheese dude and starts talking Yo. about everything that's going. On. This homie decided that with his dead body, he wanted it to be turned into an animatronic. That yeah. is the dopest shit ever. When we saw this in the trailer, I was like, how were they going to pull off this tone? This is fucking weird. They did it. Like, that is fu- like that's an actual dead body. Like, I thought it was like some weird ass fake thing. Like, what? Is- how are they going to explain this? They did it in the creepiest, dopest way possible. And it's right here, Tim, that I see this imagery of this dead face. And I'm like, oh, Tim. You knew what you were doing when you asked me to watch this. <laughs> Damn, for real. I, like I, I was here. watching it last night. I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't know about it. I don't man. like this. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, like I said, now the rules are, of course, they're going to go. They've got a monster. It's unlike any monster you've ever seen. They're going to take the bloodstone. It's going red over here. They're going to jack into this dude's back. You know what I mean? Like a big old <laughs> blackhead. They're going to shove it into his pore. And it's going to make him a little bit weaker, but it's also really going to make him mad. So he's going to be stomping out there cranky and hurt. And they're like, the first hunter, you know, that uh, kills him and gets the bloodstone. Guess what? You're the new leader of the pack. And everybody gets, you get the bloodstone and it's chosen you. And that's how it'll be. And everybody will be super happy about it. And they're like, all right, cool. He's like, guess what, though? No weapons of your choosing. We have hidden weapons throughout the gar- the maze, the garden, the sacred grounds, as she calls them. And now we're all going to bigger thing, by the way, when they're like, yeah, they're going to find each weapon. And then they just show- the guy showed up with a big axe. I was like, oh, okay. Maybe that's what one of the things where they cut out Blade. Maybe Blade was originally going, hey, you want a sword? Hey, you, you want, want this sweet thing? sword? Yeah, yeah, like a vendor. I don't have the goal for what it. What you buying? <laughs> I love this. A lot of this shit is just straight up. It's battle royale. It's just like, yo, we're gonna put a bunch of weapons out. You're just gonna run and find them in this yep. maze. It's like, okay, this is dope as hell. Yeah, I th- and back I to th- this. Was- oh, sorry, I was gonna say I thought there would be more presentation around like, oh shit, there's the the daggers. There's the like that kind of plot point was kind of pushed aside a little bit, and that, that's one thing I didn't enjoy. I was kind of hoping that those would be a bit more integral to their the actual adventures instead of just running into each other and in this very similar looking set and so uh one of the things i left out is when she went around she introduced everybody by their number of kills or whatever and when she got to jack she said more than 100 deaths what i thought was interesting yeah that was weird why did you say that well she didn't call him i don't know yeah i I didn't know i didn't i don't know and i don't know where she's getting her facts that was weird too i I didn't understand how jack was introduced right like how did he get in here I think it's because he's killed a bunch of people in werewolf form. But she didn't know that, though. She didn't know he was a werewolf. And that's my thing about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I thought, I knew she called it, the, the fact that she said it different meant, I knew to me meant something was different about it, but I didn't know. In retrospect, looking back at the film, I'm not sure how she had this information, how he proved this information, how he had his little, uh, you know, membership card to the Hunter's Guild. Yes, Nick Scarpino. Yeah, at first I was like, oh, he's 
the one they're going to hunt. Yeah, me too. Right? I'm like, that makes sense, right? He He's there, and if he wins, he gets the bloodstone or whatever, and, and, and that's how this whole thing is. It's like, it's fair, right? The, the monster can actually kill them, and if he gets it, he gets the power. But it's odd that they didn't set up at all that he took someone else's spot here somehow. It made me think that they resurrect in some way. I thought that they like were destiny guardians, yeah. Greg, that like they like they've been fighting for so many centuries that they just, you know, every once in a while they die and they come back to life or whatever. So when she focused on taking a hundred deaths, I thought that was a, an interesting little moment. We don't know. Explain to us in the comments, everybody, if you have a better answer for what happens. But anyways, then they, they go through and they draw out of a skull, basically like their order, on like the Royal Rumble order. You know what I mean? So cool. they, you remember they used to do that at Royal Rumble? Where the, they the yeah, those little ball. ball things. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, Jack goes first. He wanders out there, and you, they pull back, and it's like this giant, you know, labyrinth or whatever from the, you know, obviously amazing Batman the Anime series episode with the labyrinth and the Minotaur. Remember this, where they were playing the computer game? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, anyways, they, so they are all out there, and they're, they have to run around the sacred grounds, and the, you see in the background the shadow of the monster. You don't know what the monster is, but you know it's out there lumbering. And then we just get to follow for a little bit. We look around, you know, we're on different people's things. We're seeing what's going on. Yada, yada, yada. We follow Jack. He's kind of scared looking like this. Um eventually right uh jack bumps into elsa and they have real quick before we get to this part even just the intro into the labyrinth i loved the tube of stuff on on fire and then i love the going back to what i was saying earlier about the sound kind of being such a motivator for this like when he is sneaking around and like looking you hear the tuba going off as each person's kind of entered in as it's Mm. their turn like just in the distance and it's just like the surround sound was super cool because it's like he's in this maze looking around and every like 10 seconds you would hear kind of like the royal rumble gong going off but it's the fucking yeah. flaming tuba i like this is just a rip off of the royal rumble and we've all mm-hmm. agreed to that i appreciate it <laughs> we've all agreed battle all royal agreed rumble <laughs> royale something i don't know uh joshy g in the live chat on patreon says maybe he jack called ahead and gave them his stats and worded it that way I mean, that would go along. I, I guess way for that's me. Po- there probably yeah. was a, a, a thing out in the paper that was like, "Are you a monster hunter? Call this number and tell us your stats. Maybe you can come make some monsters." You know. Yeah. Uh, anyways, though, uh, Elsa and Jack bump into each other. There's this little standoff. Ilsa Faust. That's all I thought about Nick. Ilsa Faust. Every time he says it. Ilsa. <laughs> Who's that from? What's that reference? Mission it's Impossible. Mission Good impossible. movie. You should you watch it. Great series. You wouldn't fuck. Remember, you can't. Don't watch the. Don't watch the one with Henry Cavill because that. That's why he couldn't shave his mustache for the reshoots. That's you mean the thing. best one? And yeah. It's fucking absolutely <laughs> worth it for him, and we love Henry Cavill for it because he made the right choice. Yeah. You know who does the score for Mission Impossible? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fucking goat, Michael Cicchino, baby. The John Williams of our time. Yeah. Go to Chino. <laughs> Anyways, uh, they bump into each other, and there's a standoff, and Jack doesn't want to fight pretty clearly, and he's like, I think we should just pass each other by, and Elsa's like, what? He's like, I think we should pass each other by. She's like, what? And then Scottish guy comes out, and he's got a big old battle axe, and he swings it, and she pulls Jack out of the way, and she fights the Scottish guy, and they roll around, and eventually, you know, she gets up, and she gets the axe, and she starts running on top of the maze, and like, that's a good move or whatever. Then again, we we jump around a little bit. We see everybody else kind of get into some shenanigans and shakeups or whatever. But eventually, we we're with Jack, and he turns a corner and presses himself against a, a hedge, and boom! Monster Claw reaches out and grabs him, and he grabs the hand. And he's like, "Huh?" Oh, he's super excited. We're like, "What?" And he starts talking to the monster, and he turns around and opens up a little thing, and it's Man Thing. But there they are talking, and Jack's like, "I'm gonna get you out," and this, that, and the other, and they have a whole conversation that we can't hear. Man Thing's part of it, but he's gonna get him out, and you know, he's always here to get him out of jams, and that, you know, just. 
and start, you know, does it hurt too bad or anything like this? Right, I'm going to figure this out. You know, you he's just so lay cute low. too. Yeah, yeah, he is really cute. And so then we're back to it and we're running around, we're doing stuff. And then uh, this is where the arrow guy shows up with the wrist arrows, right? And he fights with Elsa and then he gets it through the mouth or she gets his hand cut off and then he gets it through the mouth. And then uh, she picks that thing back up and then she gets locked in uh, the crypt here, right? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Jack, he's out there. And then he's this is where the, he, the, the big Scottish guy's like, he kind of comes walking. He's like, oh, there's my axe. And she's there hiding. They're like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, 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 right. Dude, and she like is covering his mouth as he's choking on his own blood because his throat was cut. Like, God, this is violent. It was cool. It was cool. And so then, yeah, Jack gets chased into the crypt and he's in there now with Elsa. And she's like, don't let the door close. Oh, you let the door close. We're locked in. Ah, fuck, whatever. And so like he kind of catches her up here, right? Of like, listen, you know, I'm not in it. I I don't even want this thing. I'm trying to save this. Oh, you have have a friendship with this thing? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Uh, Oh, no, look at us two attractive people in the same spot. This is scary. They're so hot, both of them. (laughs) (laughs) And so... Did you ever watch the show she was on? That like uh, Homelander? Mission Impossible? No. She was on that Homeland Scottish show, right? No, not Homeland. I'll Nevers. I'm sorry. She was in the Nevers on HBO. Or is in the Nevers on HBO. She was also Outlander. Outlander, that's what I'm thinking. So I said Homelander, and you're like, stupid idiot. She was an Outlander. <laughs> totally First off, sounds. I didn't say shit because I've never heard of this, and I'm just on the IMDb. I'm not coming up with this shit off the top of the dome, all right? I'm trying know, to help right. you out. Watch I'd Mission Impossible. Like, I'd like to guys. retract that. Do it. <laughs> Throw that at Andy. Thank you. Fuck you, Andy, you stupid asshole. (laughs) You know what I mean? Next time you trip, you better hope there's not a cigarette lighter coming up the back of your head. You know what I mean? Wow. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) So he's falling, and the cigarette lighter is also being thrown at the back of his head. Well, it's going to require something, because in my head, it was one of the ones you press into the car. You know what I mean? So it's like, we got to warm it up, and then Andy's got to trip, and (laughs) throw the back of his head while he's down. That's really dangerous. Yeah, that would suck. A lot of problems there with the plan, but we'll figure it out. We're smart. We're in the thing. Yeah, I'm friends with him. His name's Ted. Cute moment, obviously. I like that quite a bit. So just talk to him if you run into him. Blah, blah, blah. I think that might come in a second. doesn't matter. She eventually, he's like, we can stay here and die. Yeah, that's one plan, not my plan, but if you know, we should figure out a plan. She's like, oh, wait a second. I remember hearing about my crazy aunt who was convinced she was going to come back from the dead, and if she was going to come back from the dead, she would need an escape plan, and she pulls out the keys after pulling out a whole bunch of bones. Did y'all Take expect this? Because I definitely did. I did not expect her to punch into that thing and pull out body Love parts. It. Like, that Love was it. wild. Yeah. It was great. I didn't see it coming, but it was great. Um, and then, yeah, so now it's divide and conquer. She gives him the little explosive thing, and she's like, all right, cool. You know, you're going to take uh, two lefts and a right, and then you'll be at a wall, and there'll be a crack in it. You put this against the wall, and then that'll blow up, and that can be the exit strategy. I'll go try to find uh, your friend Ted. And he's like, great. And I didn't love the explosive thing. Yeah, no, this joke didn't work for me. Like he activates yeah. it early, but it's not really activated, but it is activated. And so then he's running the whole time with it. And then we're just gonna skip all this. He runs over there and he gets there and he throws it at the wall, but then it rolls back, but it doesn't stick, but it doesn't blow up. And then he then finally it starts counting down and blows up. I was like, What I don't what are the rules of this thing? It's just this a little vague. Thing? Yeah, I don't like that. But he blows a hole in the wall and it, it was it was just a lot of like um it was slapstick. Uh, 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 one of those sort of like fake sequences in Uncharted that like you can't really die and like sure it's, sure, it's sure, all sure. it all just felt like kind of fake tension for tension's sake you know sure uh, meanwhile on the other side Elsa had gone off she had uh, she came around and was sneaking up on the Scottish guy who was sneaking up on the shrubs where uh, man thing was and then she's she comes over and she I she says something right and then he turns around and he's like ah and then at the same time man thing 
comes through the bushes and grabs him and his power is just to melt this guy into fucking nothing. Like, ah, he's melting the guy into flames or whatever. It's fucking awesome. Very and cool. then he turns, uh, Man-Thing turns his attention to Elsa and, you know, screeches or whatever. And then she's like, hi, Ted. <laughs> and he like, he, like, he oh? emotes to being like normal. She's like, you, you have a lovely name. Uh, your friend sent me. I was like, oh, okay. And it's just fucking hilarious and funny. And so then they meet up at the blown up wall. Um, uh, Ted sees his chance and just books it through the hole. And Elsa and, uh, uh, oh, Elsa shoots the little grappling hook thing into his back, pulls off the bloodstone. Uh, she then looks at uh, Jack. They have a moment of levity that they've done it. Uh, Jack foolishly runs over to the bloodstone to grab it. And it knocks him back and sends off like, like a wave or whatever. Then all the other hunters show up along with stepmom. And they're like, what the fuck happened? And they're like, the thing rejected him. And she's like, he's a monster then. And, and, and that's what happens. And then Elsa's like, I didn't know that bit. And then they kid, they zap uh, Jack and they zap Elsa. And not so TV now- agents. Yeah. I was shocked. And so, Greg, I don't think you were with us when we did the reaction to this. But we saw no. the trailer and, like, there was the what looked to be a hallway scene where like the doors closing and, like, he's fighting all of them. Like, mm-hmm. they very much looked like TVA agents with the... I can the see sticks, that, but they're, they're not. And I thought even them not being that, I thought it was uh, really interesting to have them as a juxtaposition to the rest of the stuff being black and white, us not knowing exactly the time the setting of yeah. all this. So it's like seeing these like dudes in these suits around the room and like with these like uh, electric poker things. It was like, it, it felt off from the beginning, which I thought was like really cool. Um, We then wake up in a big cage, a big old bird cage. Elsa and Jack are there. Jack wakes up. Elsa's already awake uh elsa yeah elsa's pushed up against the thing jack's like listen don't sweat it i am a monster it's part of me but it's not me and it does stuff that's not me and it's not me so i'm sorry but it's not me don't worry about it and guess what i only turn on full moon nights and we got five nights till the moon so we got plenty of times to figure our way out of this one don't sweat it and she's like you moron the bloodstone can make you transform in five seconds and he's like oh that's real bad that's real real bad and he's and he's like, all right, promise me you won't break eye contact with me. And she's like, what? And then he starts sniffing her, and he's sniffing her all over. And she's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm trying. I have to remember you, and maybe I won't attack you. She's like, Has it ever worked? And he goes once. That was cool. I love this. Yeah, he was, was really sniffing cool. desperately. Yeah, like I yeah. believed this. If you ever, when you guys, uh, when you next time you're around Ben, if you want to, go ahead and do this to him. He giggles real bad. He loves. He loves it. He okay. thinks it's well, funny. It's he, he, he I was gonna say when we get into the new studio, Greg, I'd like you to sniff me. Oh sure, okay, fair enough. Maybe I can make you giggle eyes. like he does. You know what I mean? Because right, he yeah. he he does this thing where he like slaps his hands together because he doesn't know what to do with his excitement. Anyways, uh, stiff sir, they they all come in. They're all cloaked up, but we know who these fuckers are. They're the people from the other part, you know. And so they come in and they're like, "Ah, oh, well, you're a monster, and now you're gonna fucking pay for being a monster." You hear? Hey, hey, you see? Hey, Joe Pesci's there. He's like, yeah. I was <laughs> anyway. like, is it Joe? Are we trying to do like the news cat hands? Hey, or are you just doing Joe Pesci from Lethal Weapon too? And so they, you know, stepmom takes off her uh, mask and she's like, it's on like Donkey Kong. She put, takes out the bloodstone and she points it at him and he starts, ah, and he's getting zapped and shit and he's, he's transforming or whatever. Uh, Elsa isn't breaking eyeline with it though. And they do just a fucking amazing job here of camera work, right? Of the transformation of just like panning in on her and it's the flashes and the him, his bones cracking and him doing it, but it's just the silhouette that's being projected on the wall behind her. Like so brilliant. I thought this was so well done in terms of coolness. Incredible. Like this looked so damn cool. It felt awesome. And I just feel like they sat in it just the right amount of time and to follow it up immediately with the, the fight scene of the yeah. wolf, just freaking destroying shit with the use of lighting and the music. Oh, so sick. 
So he transforms into the wolf, right? We don't get a good look at him, but then stepmom gets her hand bitten and she's like, ah, she gets pulled up against the thing. But then they come in and they got their TVA tasers and they're tasing him away. And there's like, now there's like smoke starting to fill the thing or tear gas or whatever. And then like, there's a scuffle and a kafaw. And then we get a pan and the top of the cage is split open at the top. And uh, Elsa's still in there, but uh, Jack isn't. And then all the, the other hunters are there and they all take off their masks so we can see them and we know who, the, who they are when they get killed. And they start panning around the room. And this is where I was talking about, yeah, the ripped off you know straight out of batman v superman y'all hated it mm-hmm. there but you love it here love uh wolf man up on the wall you know looking down yeah, and we get the so cool eyes then he just drops down and starts fucking people i you know what it just drives me crazy the amount of respect you have for a wolf man and not a batman <laughs> you know what i mean maybe you should look at a mirror once in a while anyway at least drops, the wolf man hunted on that bitch ass batman <laughs> he's hopping down he's, you know someone argue maybe that's more of a wolf man tactic than a batman tactic but we're not gonna get into that right now he hops down and he's fucking people up and he's ripping up necks and he's biting necks and people are still tasing him and he's like shaking off and he's fighting fucking fighting them and doing this stuff and then eventually elsa gets out she's doing shit and then everybody's there and then you got oh yeah elsa gets in a fight with the crazy the one crazy uh hunter who kind of looks like a vampire she's got like very very sharp features or whatever and she's they're into a sword fight over there at one point it's like yeah 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 and then they put the sword in the ground and then he brings her and she brings her neck and then she oh, does this and, like, God. and then she gets up and then she slams her head on it or whatever like holy fucking shit holy incredible shit. Yeah, awesome. So cool, man. Yeah, Just did I'm, not expect to see this stuff at all. Yeah, really from... awesome uh, choreography. And I'm surprised Elsa's even alive because I remember in that first sequence when the big I was going to say, I totally skipped where the Scottish the guy <laughs> brains her on a concrete Fuck. fucking ledge. <laughs> and like, I, like, I've seen Joel do that in The Last of Us. He just like crushes Clicker's head. It's like, yeah. I, it was just, yeah, it was, that was super violent to me. And for her to barely be scratched, that scene kind of bothered me. I was hoping like we'd see like, you know, fuckload of cuts or something but yeah this whole sequence is awesome incredible and then of course like you were talking about before like there's the door closing and a wolfman goes over there and he's fighting a bunch of people and the door is slowly closing and we're losing our light source but we're still getting silhouettes and they're still tasing and they do this stuff and you know wolfman's able to beat all their shit in and kills all them uh but he's down there and he's wounded and then elsa i forget what happened to the other hunter but he's gone too he's dead he got killed but and then elsa walks over there and she's like you know Jack smelled me a lot, so hopefully this guy will be chill. You know what I mean? And so he pops up, and he's not chill, and he pins her down, but she doesn't break eye contact. And then he, he she got her hands up, you know, very uh, defenseless or whatever. And then she reaches up and touches his face. And then he's like, okay, cool, you're cool. And he goes back to being in the corner or whatever and being a little wolfman. And then uh, – oh, no, he doesn't actually. He runs out, right? He runs to the door. And I thought with the door slowly closing, it was going to be a bigger deal than being trapped in there, not that there was just a side exit that was unlocked. There was like two other exits to this place. One and like Wolfman just fucking knew. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, you have that at Wolfman. It was all just for imagery. It was cool as fuck. <laughs> also, there was that one guy that was like, should I go under the door? Should I not go under the door? And like, roll under the fucking door. What are you doing? You're not going to beat this guy. And yeah, if like, if like when the door came down, all it required them was just like push it back up. Like I wouldn't have cared. It was yeah. all worth it. This sequence is so sick. And so uh, Wolfman's free out in the wind and Elsa's there in the tunnel. And then Stepma shows up and she's got a boomstick and she's like, you were a disappointment and I hate you and everybody sucks and you're the worst and you ruined everything. And da, da, da. And then man thing crashes through the top of the glass dome and he grabs her and melts her down to nothing. And then uh, he they, he has a conversation with Elsa, where they're just like, "Look at each other." He's like, "Whoa!" He's like, "Whoa!" And she's like, "He went that way." Oh. He just takes off, and, like, and he picks up a he picks up a robe on the way because he knows uh, 
that uh, Jack's going to be naked when he finds him. And that, that was really funny. It was really cute. And, I loved it. And so Elsa walks out and she already had pocketed the bloodstone. Right? She pulls the bloodstone back out and Igor comes over and he's like, I serve you. And she's like, great. You start by picking up all this shit. And then she sits down and then the color of the bloodstone, uh, radiates out to judy uh garland's over the rainbow and the color is returned to the world and we see her there lounging with the bloodstone and then we go through the woods and we find uh man thing chilling with a french press <laughs> cup of coffee chilling, dude. so fucking cool <laughs> and then yeah jack wakes up and comes out and takes the coffee and they sit there and they have a little conversation that's very cute about like i'm always saving you yeah you can have sushi we can have sushi tonight yeah you pick blah 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 Oh, and they like laugh. And he asks if everything worked out with uh, uh, Elsa. And he's like, yeah, and it's a sweet little moment. And everybody's happy. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the MCU special presentation, Werewolf by Night. When was sushi invented? This is where I was like, oh, this has got to be modern. Because the payphone, especially. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll Google but it. I was just when? waiting for, you know, I, this is where I thought you'd bring in a Captain America. And he'd be like, on your left. And they'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> daredevil walks through barefoot in the background <laughs> it's it. uh sushi uh, apparently was first uh kind of made in the modern sense in 1824 in the edo period oh cool shit. cool yeah well doesn't answer any questions it's then. haiku interview time everybody seven syllables in the no, middle there's no, hi- there's no haiku interview for the first and last it. Andy, you didn't have to do the song not poetic it's too don't new need it's too new he's got it dude he has his own haiku interview Haiku in review. Desaturation prevented us from seeing Gael's pretty eyes. That's my haiku, everybody. Congratulations, that Andy. That didn't have to rhyme. Thank you. you. <laughs> uh, Nick, how are you doing? <laughs> you in black and white right now. I want to click you, my camera you over, look but like I have to... the studio launch is one week away. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> I have to kill my camera to bring it back. Hold on, everybody. Be cool. Be cool. There you go. Now I'm back. Oh, wow. Somewhere over the rainbow. I like how he made such a big deal about it. I just did it. <laughs> I was like, I don't fuck up the whole show. I don't care. Well, I just don't want to mess up there. I don't care. It's got a whole thing going on over here. It's funny. Let's do Ragu Bagu. Let's do it. Let's do Ragu Bagu, everybody. That's a sequence we got coming up here very soon, everyone. What's it called? It's called Ragu Bagu. You know what that stands for, Andy? Rad guys talk bad guys. And that's fun. It's one of those very, very, it's synonymous with fun. Yeah, here we go. Ragu Bagu time, everybody. Someone say our most go. popular interview segment of all time. Ragu. Bagu jams. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rad Guys Talk Bad Guys, the podcast within a podcast where we rank all the villains of the MCU universe in one gigantic list that currently clocks in at 48 villains, unless I've misnumbered them. But no, it looks like I nailed it. 48 villains in the MCU. Today, we have to decide where we're putting the stepmom from Memento. Oof. Now, remember, the way we do it in the modern era, in the modern shenanigans of Ragu Bagu, is deciding first what tier she's in, 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 and then we argue there. So you have S tier, A tier, B tier, C tier, D tier, F tier. I would lobby that she's an A tier villain. Wow. I hated her. I enjoyed the performance. Memento uh, Mom can do no wrong in terms of an actress. Her Her name, by the way, is Harriet Sampson Harris. Yeah, she kind of brought the heat. And I feel like the, having the hunters around, they were cool. The choreography of all that shit was awesome. She Something put she pit it, everybody though. against each other. She was kind of kooky. You know what I mean? But I, I feel like I'm not going to ever really remember 
her or her things that well. So it's like, I, I don't think there's anything bad about it, but I would lobby more for a B yeah. than an A. I would say B only because I don't think she was front and center enough. I think that she was really good in those small doses that we were uh, able to see her just be a complete dickhead to her daughter. But I, I, I think it would have maybe been A had this been a longer movie and we have those sequences where she is alone in a lot of uh, sequences where maybe she's talking about her past or talk like, I just don't think we had enough of her to justify an A. Gotcha. Nick, how do you feel about uh, a versus B for memento stepmom? Nick blue screened. So he's Mm. frozen. Mm. So (laughs) he was trying to make himself not black and white. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta love it. He'll be right back in just a second. Oh, oh there, there he, he is. is. We got him, everybody. He's Sorry. back. What what tier would you put uh the bad guys here? What tier? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought she was great. I love her. I mean, she's super ominous and and really fucked up and just just eating up scenery over there. I would put her an A, sure. So A starts with uh he who remains and the TVA and Loki and ends with gore in Thor Love and Thunder. B starts with Baconator from first class and ends with Icarus and the Deviants in Eternals. God, what a shit tier there, Icarus. What are we? Where are we? Where are we feeling already? What's the general right now? Consensus? They've the Andy and Nick or Andy and Tim have voted A. Or I'm sorry, voted, voted B. I voted A. I could I could see her at bottom A. Bottom A, so under Gore. Yeah, and I and I do think above Baconator. No, no I do way. love She's, Kevin, but you know what? I'm sorry. What I was Kevin Bacon's? Bacon but what was Kevin Bacon's motivation? He was just cool. He was no, just I agree awesome with that, but Tim was talking about like I'm not gonna remember what she was up to or whatever. But we remember Kevin Bacon. We remember Kevin the Bacon what was he up to? Yeah. What was he doing? He wanted to uh kill all of the humans. Nick, we're not you're we're you're arguing for them right now. I'm I asking know. you not, just not to argue. He's so much cooler, right, Nick? Oh, he's so cool. Bacon you know what? Put him right so below cool. Kevin Bacon. Put him right below Kevin Bacon. Below Kevin Bacon. That's, I, that's where I think it should be. Because yeah. above yeah, okay. Pierce, yeah. So number 17 in tier B. There you go. That's Ragu Bagu. Now it's time to rank the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I'm really interested in this because I don't even know. Who wants to start the rank? Actually, first, let me read them. Number one, currently, Endgame. Two, Infinity War. Three, No Way Home. Four, Homecoming. Five, Civil War. Six, Ragnarok. Seven, Winter Soldier. Eight, Guardians 2. Nine, Loki. 10, WandaVision. 11, Avengers. 12, Guardians 1. 13, Shang-Chi, 14, Love and Thunder, 15, Iron Man, 16, Far From Home, 17, Black Panther, 18, Doctor Strange, 19, Multiverse of Madness, 20, Hawkeye, 21, Miss Marvel, 22, Falcon and Winter Soldier, 23, Captain Marvel, 24, Ant-Man and the Wasp, 25, Ant-Man, 26, Black Widow, 27, Iron Man 2, there sure are a lot of these guys, Uh, 28, Age of Ultron, 29, First Avenger, 30, Iron Man 3, 31, Eternals, 32, What If? What if? 33, Moon Knight. 34, Hulk. 35, Thor. And 36, Thor. The Dark World. Who wants to start the rankings for Werewolf by Night? I will. Go for it. And I'll step up to correct your guys' mistake from before, and I would put it at number 14th. Bump Love and Thunder down. I am right there with you, Greg Miller. Number 14, under Shang-Chi, but over Thor, Love and Thunder. I would put this right above multiverse of madness yeah that's where i'm going andy i would i was gonna say like right above that that's actually perfect at number 19 andy you're perfect let's shake thank you yeah let's shake on it oh here here let's no do the 
Yeah. Oh, the other way. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right the first time. Right there. <laughs> so there we go. Those are our votes. Me and Greg saying it's 14 above Love and Thunder, and Greg and Andy say it's 19 above Multiverse of Madness. Now, this is an unprecedented time in in-review history. Kevin Coelho has retired from being an official member of the MCU in review. So what we're going to do to solve these uh, ties when they come up is we're going to go to Patreon. And we are <gasps> going to put up a poll to allow you people wow. over on patreon.com slash kind of funny uh, to vote on where you think we should put this one, whether it is at number 14 above Love and Thunder or number 19 above Multiverse of Madness. Those will be the only two options. We're going to put that poll up. Uh, and then next time we come back for our MCU and review, we will give you the updated rankings of where this one falls, which will be in just a few short weeks when we return for She-Hulk in review. Greg Miller, what's up? I lobbied to change the rules on how this tie is broken. <laughs> okay. What would you like I to think do? we should walk out of these episodes with definitive answers. So All it should right. be a poll for the people watching live on Patreon right now. That works for me. Otherwise, we have two polls up. You got to vote to you know, how you open up the thing. I like to incentivize people to be here, to be part of the show. Be here. Be part of it. Let's put up the poll right now, Greg. If you can do that. I'm on it. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> but what, so the choice is uh, no, what? 14. I mean, people have jobs, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, people are at work. Uh, doing 14 stuff. or 19. So 14, above Love and Thunder or 19, above Multiverse of Madness. The ones in between that are, if you need to know, number 13 would be Shang-Chi, 14 is Love and Thunder, 15 Iron Man, 16 Far From Home, 17 Black Panther, 18 Doctor Strange, and 19 Multiverse of Madness. The poll is out right now, ladies and gentlemen. The poll is out. Is it a 14 or a 19 right now? Early on, 67% of the votes say 19. 80% of the votes say 19. (laughs) There we go. There we go. I just love it, man. Good time. It was a damn good time. I thought they did such a good job with it. And I feel like this is a a great first step for what these special presentations can be. And I hope that we end up getting a a lot more of them. There's been rumors that uh, there are more that are in the works for next year that we haven't heard about yet. Yeah. I mean, the thing is they were saying that like, they're not always going to be a holiday related um, that it just happened to be that way for, for these first two. So it's interesting. I I wonder what they're going to end up doing, but um I, I think that uh, we're going to get a uh, Shang-Chi sister. Oh, cool. Like, I imagine oh. we'll get one about her and the okay. Ten Rings. Um, and then potentially uh, Okoye oh. solo thing. But we'll see. Uh, 86% cool. of the vote seems to have solidified that it is a 19. Is a number so 19. it has been solidified that Andy and Nick win. And we're putting it at number 19. Thanks for nothing, chat. Underneath <laughs> Doctor Strange one and above Doctor Strange two. I you know Greg this was, was a good say, test, I but put... I think we should go back. We yeah. should go back to what it was before. Yeah, You're right the first time. Uh, no, there we go. So the new rankings, you know them, you love them. What a great time for everybody. Like I said, we're not going to be back next week for interview because we are launching the spare bedroom, the new kind of funny studios. We hope that you guys will all come hang out with us on Friday, October 14th, all day long as we break in the new stew. Um, but we'll be back the week after that 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 was for you that that was directly for you (laughs) do it up up, everybody (laughs) let us know in the comments below what you thought of werewolf by night everyone 
send some sweet, nasty love to the GOAT, Michael Giacchino, because damn, he's out there. And now he's a double threat. You know what I mean? It's not just yeah. it's not just music. He's making visual art. And God, I want every single bit of it. Uh, but until next time, have a marvelous day.